Firstly, the branch annual general meetings held during November 2016 to July 2017 in respect of the following branches were unconstitutionally and irregularly established and accordingly reviewed and set aside. They are Madibeng Ward 1, 2, 5, 6, 8, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 22, 29, 30, 31, 32, 34, 35, 38, 39, and 41. Rustenberg, Wards, 8, 16, 22, 25, 30, 34, and 39. Uh, Moses Kotani, Wards, 2, 10, 14, 18, 22, 26, 30, and 33. 2. Uh, all the branch executive committees, interim executive committees, as well as those uh, designated by the regional task team in respect of branches listed in paragraph 1 above and elected pursuant to the annual branch general meetings are unconstitutional and invalid and therefore declared null and void. 3. Any decisions on the elections, nominations, mandates, candidates and delegates at the said branch general meetings or annual branch general meetings in respect of branches listed in paragraph 1 and 2 above held in pursuance to the impugned meetings referred to in paragraph 1 and 2 above are declared null and void and therefore set aside. Four, all the branch general meetings inclusive of its decisions, resolutions, and elections held during October to November 2017 for the purpose of electing delegates to the National Conference are irregular, invalid, and unconstitutional, and therefore set aside. The Regional Conference held on the 24th of September 2017 together with the decisions taken at such conference are irregular, unlawful, and unconstitutional, and consequently reviewed and set aside. Six, the orders in paragraphs one to five above do not affect the rights of the delegates who have been elected at properly constituted branch general meetings of the Bujanala region to serve as delegates at any other conference of the African National Conference. That's Judge President Monica Lua reading that judgment earlier today in the Northwest High Court. The ANC Secretary General Gwede Mantasha says not much of a problem. He says regions don't have voting power at the conference which is coming up. He was addressing the media in Nazareth, Johannesburg, ahead of the start of the ANC's 54th National Conference. It gets underway tomorrow. The only thing that may have an impact is the 20-something branches whose BGMs have been uh, uh, talked about in the judgment. But still, as I said, we had a BGM for the regional conference which was held in September. We had from uh, end of September to mid-November, towards the end of November, BGMs for the national conference, which was a separate exercise. So what we are going to be looking at, if, for example, the judgment says those delegates should not participate in any other activity, of the organization. That is the only basis that will appeal judgment on. Because you can't give a judgment on a conference and ban ANC members from participating in their political party 
uh, which they are voluntarily joining. We think that on that one, the judges misled us. That one we're going to challenge. But in terms of nullifying the regional conference, we'll comply with that, we'll reorganize a new conference, elect a new RSC. Uh, delegates to the national conference, which were in a different process, we don't think can be impacted by the judgment. Banning any ANC members from participating in other activities is actually judicial overlay. We'll not accept it. We'll, buy, we'll, we'll appeal it. So that's uh, ANC Secretary General Gwede Mantashe speaking earlier in um, the morning today. And uh, we are trying to bring news on the ruling taking place in KwaZulu-Natal related to the bid against the 2015 Provincial Elective Conference. There has been some activity on Twitter, but we don't have uh, strong indications or verification of what we have read. We're trying to ascertain that. We're now joined by Professor Nkabisi Ntlachiana to speak to what these developments mean so far. Professor, thank you for your time. Uh, Gwede Mantashe made it quite clear that he didn't think uh, these uh, court rulings, the one in particular this morning from Bojanala, were a problem, but are they? Well, they are a problem, uh, a potential problem at least. Um, what is clear is that uh, the Reserve Committee um, has been nullified, so Bojanala does not have an REC. But we, what we are yet to determine with a certain degree of certainty is whether or not the BGMs that uh, nominated individuals for the National Conference uh, were legitimately convened. Guadalajara obviously insists that the BGMs for conference were convened separately to the BGMs for the, for the regional conference. So one has to, to, to make that determination. If he, if he is correct, then the delegation uh, from Bujanala to the National Conference is not affected. But if he's wrong, if the 36 BGMs uh, that have been nullified by the court are found to have been similarly convened uh, uh, illegally, then they can't go to conference. And that's, and that, that's where the potential conflict arises. Um, you know, because you, you, you have to find the truth. And uh, people tell, tell you different versions of what they call the truth because there's interest in either outcome. So that's a potential area of conflict for the ANC, especially when it comes to delegations or rather to uh, credentials uh, tomorrow morning. So it's something that they have to clarify uh, today still. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, potentially, and uh, some appeals could be lodged as well, you could end up with a situation, surely, where some people, the ANC says, well, you can participate, you can vote, but subsequently the courts will say, well, those particular delegates actually weren't supposed to do this, therefore, what does that do to the whole conference? That's, that's, a, that's a political decision that the ANC has to... Has to um has to take because technically speaking, if you appeal a decision, it means that decision is suspended. It can be effective. Uh, but at the same time, the fact that uh, the initial decision went against you means that you there are question of legitimacy. Uh, your authority is illegitimate. Uh, and here, the 
these folks uh, can argue that, well, we are entitled to go into conference because we are still appealing. So it's not a clear-cut case uh, because there's, there's obviously a gripe there. Something wrong has happened um, in that they were, not, they were not supposed to have constituted themselves as an REC. The meetings were illegal. Uh, but technically, they can say, well, we are still appealing. Therefore, um, the, the nullification decision does not hold as of yet. So that's a technicality. Uh, and that technicality is a source of gripe. Uh, that then sours things at conference. So you, you, you would have uh, quite inevitably a serious uh, um, uh, row over these delegates who've been nullified and yet are at conference because some delegates from Northwest are going to challenge their attendance, most certainly. Unity, of course, is uh, clearly what is absent here. I mean, could potentially the ANC, when it does that accreditation, say, listen, we appreciate that we have these things holding over us, but, I mean, is the ANC strong enough to to let the conference proceed without this hanging over it? Well, it shows that you still have serious uh, divisions within uh, the ANC. You have people with different intentions. Uh, because the ANC, you, feel that you, 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 you ought not to have expected this to happen following a conference held just in July, where they dedicated two days of conference looking at problems within the organization and left the organization claiming that they are determined to take resolutions that will ensure that such practices, best practices, don't happen in the ANC. But a day before ANC conference, you have all these legal disputes over impropriety committed by the very same people who a few months ago said they are determined to make the ANC well. So you, you then have to, 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 to question their commitment to um, restoring the health of the ANC. So it's quite a worry that you have a substantial group of people within the ANC who are determined to ensure that the ANC does not function properly. The only hope that one can have is that the majority of the ANC uh, remain committed to ensuring that their organization functions properly. But as of now, you do have a substantial number um, that prefer the ANC to remain disorganized. And the question is whether these disorganized, uh, ill-intentioned people, whether they remain a majority or are in the minority. That's the main reason or rather question which will be solved by conference in the next few days. Let's go down to Peter Maritzburg now where the High Court was making a ruling on an appeal by the PEC following an earlier ruling that the 2015 conference be nullified. Our reporter Fonele Mflonga is on this one. It's an important case, uh, Fonele. What did the court say? Uh, the Peter Maritzburg High Court has granted the Wazunna Tati if PEC members leave to appeal to the Supreme Court of Appeal. We remember that the PEC has applied to appeal the ruling of the court that nullified the 2015 ANC elective conference in Wazunna Has uh, This is quite a, a big victory, obviously, for the PEC. A lot of people, of course, are heading up to Nazareth. Were there any representatives of the PEC in court to hear this ruling? Uh, it's only the lawyers that were here in court. There were no actual uh, PEC members who were here. 
because it's only the lawyers representing them that were, were here in court. And then what the court has said is that um, the, the court's decision, which nullified the conference, is still standing pending the decision of the Supreme Court of Appeal.